Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans, for Auburn fans. For Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field and cross-country news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my husband and amazing co-host, Kyle, to discuss the Florida Relays in Gainesville, Florida, April 2nd and 3rd. What do you want? What do you want? You, you're, well, you don't, I wanted not, you to do a good job on the podcast, but clearly we are failing to begin with. No, no, no. I'm just suspicious of why you called me amazing. Usually that means you want something. I usually means I want to be left alone, so. <laughs> so you think by giving me compliments means that I'll leave you alone? Yep. Well, I guess that's the key to marriage, right? Give each other compliments and then leave each other alone. That's exactly right. So tell me this, Kyle. This is called the Florida Relays. Sure. There were two relay events in the whole thing. Yeah. That's I, it. I think I broached this topic with you last time That's about annoying. how they call the event about relays, but basically it's got a lot more than just relays. It has everything but relays. So back in my day when it was called a relay. How, how long ago was that? Oh, God, let's not talk about that. Back in my day when it was called a relay, they only had field events and relays. There were no open anythings. The 4x100, the 4x200, the 4x400, the 4x800, 4x a mile. That was absolute torture. Who wants to watch 4x a mile? Literally no one. <laughs> Distance medley relay, sprint medley relay, bloody bloody blah. Well, this is uh, her TED Talk today, apparently, about the things that she hates from back in her day. 4x1 <laughs> mile. Whoever created that, you are evil. Along with the steeplechase. No, see, I'm not mad at steeplechase. Jumping into water and then over a hurdle, like, that's that's just messed up. Or over the hurdle into water. I was going to say, wait a minute. Had it backwards. But, no, the 400... Uh, the 400 meter hurdles. Yeah, that's pretty evil. awful. That's pretty awful as well. Anyway, I think probably I'm just guessing here. I have no context whatsoever to assume this. Just trying to maybe take this logical route. Potentially, that's how this event began as only relays, and it's kind of a historic as pin relays. It's more than just the relays, but that's what they're yeah. known for. So maybe it's just the Florida Relays, it's how it began, and now it's just become, well, it's our historical name, so we're going to keep it. Nobody asked you to bring logic to this show. Listen, you know that's what I do here. I don't bring a lot to the table. That's Lo- true. Logic is something that I can do, even though sometimes my logic doesn't make sense. To me, it does. Okay, fair. Well, do you want to start us off with some meat highlights? We had a lot. <sighs> we did actually have a lot. I was surprised. We were checking social media throughout the weekend <laughs> on a very chilly weekend, first of all. And I, I was envious of our track and field team being down in Florida and further down in Florida for that matter, as opposed to they were at Florida State last week and then they were down in Gainesville. Yep. So probably a lot nicer weather than we were experiencing the here. The pictures in the looked really nice. Absolutely did. So jealous of them. But the highlights we'll start off with. Presley Weems broke the women's 1500 meter but also the 800 meter school record she posted the nation's top time for the 1500 meter meter the previous auburn record for the 1500 was set by rachel Sauter in 1996 with a time of four minutes 17.81 seconds presley however finished in four minutes 14.35 uh, seconds so 
three plus yeah, almost seconds three faster. and a half seconds faster. So give some context here for people who aren't track. Is that a significant increase or is it just kind of one of those things where she just No, kind that's of... pretty significant. Okay. I figured it was. But Especially I... since, think, Kyle, this record has been held for what? 25 years. And I guess that's why. That I... was good math. <laughs> so you weren't so convinced about that. That's why I asked the question because when a record's been held for that long, you don't anticipate when someone beats it. For it to be beaten to that extent. So right. I, Do you think, I mean, was it even on her radar? Hey, what's the Auburn school record? Like, mm-mm. it probably wasn't even in her mind. And then, bam, she just blew it away. I know it was on the SID, the sports information director's uh, minds, because they keep track of that type of stuff. But probably they her. They keep track Oh, of God. It? Oh, no. She <laughs> didn't. That's my role. Why are you? See, I brought logic that to the table. Funny. And now you're taking my jokes. This is just a weird episode. I thought that was funny. Is all right. All right. I'm going to talk about Kylie too. Hit me. Kylie won the women's javelin, of course. Uh, her mark of 57.38 meters is the third best nationally and the second best in school history. Already breaking stuff that she, she I mean, just think about that. She was already great two years ago. Right. And she's still breaking her own records. Yep. That's it. That is what's very weird is she's not beating anybody else. She's just beating herself <laughs> at this point. <laughs> We also had Maddie Malone, who won the women's hammer throw. Ashley Carter placed third in the javelin for a bronze medal. Kamaya Dindi won her first collegiate event in the women's... what? Collegiate. what? Collegiate? Collegiate. Collegiate. No! This is not grammar police over here. collegiate. Look how it's spelled. I'm going to say it. Collegiate. That's wrong! Event in the women's... such a ding-dong. That's why you don't win any gold medals. Collegiate event in the women's high jump with a PR for her as well. Kate Antonucci threw a PR in the javelin with a mark of 73.46 meters. And then Dustin Brown got a PR with the 3,000 meter run with a time of 8 minutes, 24.75 seconds. So plenty of highlights. You know, there used to be a time where we might have like one highlight. Two highlights. Maybe a third if we were lucky. Now we've got like first and second galore and PRs galore. This is just a great time to be following track and field. It's a great time to be alive. Oh my gosh. You're just being real corny tonight. (laughs) Because you're not being, and I've got to counteract your collegiate, which is incorrect. Springs in the air. Things are getting weird around here. (laughs) Even on this, even on this show. Okay. Let's start off with all the results. So this wasn't the biggest meet for Auburn. Um, We didn't bring everybody and we didn't have somebody in every event. Did you look at the amount of people we have to talk about? I think we've got plenty. We do. But there are quite a few events that we did not compete okay. in as well. All right. So, um, starting off with the men's 100 meter dash, we had Christopher Grant play sixth out of 22 mm-hmm. with a time of 10.1, nope, 10.51 seconds. That's actually his first time competing this um, this season. He had, in to take a, he had to take a break from because he did so well in indoor. That's exactly right. Then we had Jason Reese placing ninth with a time of 10.68 seconds. Um, the men's 200 meter dash, twice as far. We had Dante Brown placing sixth out of 33 competitors with a time of 20.72 seconds. His first, um, competition in the 200 meter and outdoor, which is interesting. Then Brandon Smiley placing ninth with a time of 21.01 seconds and Jason Reese placing 28th in 21.72 seconds. Dante also had to take time off because he was just smoking it in indoor. He's like, no, I can take the first two off. And then, or maybe the events were just available to him. Well, they technically would be because Brandon competed in the very first one when we were back in Auburn. But, uh, but nobody competed in the 200 at FSU. That's, so. Which is really interesting. Who knows? I don't know. All right, we'll move on to the 400-meter dash. Malik Medivere 
21st out of 26 competitors with his time of 48.47 seconds. The men's 800 meter, two competitors. Eric Brown got fourth out of 16, just outside of the podium with a run of one minute, 49.9 seconds, followed up by Evan Rogers, very familiar name for us. 11th out of 16 with a time of one minute, 54.9 seconds. Moving on to the men's 1500, we have Silas Kipnatik with a... 3 minute 52.2 second finish for an 11th place out of 29 competitors, followed immediately by Tommy McDonough placing 12th in 3 minutes 52.5 seconds, and Ryan Kinane placing 14th in 3 minutes 53.7 seconds. So literally within a minute and a half of each other, all three Auburn competitors finished. Yeah, and you talk a lot about some well this is still this is still a shorter distance when you consider ah, four laps around the track. It's not a dash, but it's, it's definitely not a dash. It is true middle distance. So is this something where you typically want to utilize that pack kind of running together thing at the start at least? Or I mean, to be fair, there were only Oh no, there were twenty nine competitors. That's quite a few. One of, yeah, it's one of the bigger events. Um yeah, I mean, I'm not real sure. Cross country is really where you want the pack. I don't know about track. Doesn't really translate over to not necessarily the, the tracks. Okay. Nah. Um, now the long distance men's three thousand meter. Here's where Kyle mentioned Dustin Lewis placing second. There were only six competitors with a time of eight minutes twenty four point eight seconds. So nice PR for him. Silas Kipnatek placing third, eight minutes twenty six point one seconds, and Carson Bedix placing fifth. In 8 minutes, 31.2 seconds. You didn't m- mention my boy Silas getting on the podium in the, you know, the highlights of this. I think that's Excuse a highlight right me. there. Good job, Silas. Second and third in the 3,000 meter. I love yes. it. And again, very close together here. You like seeing that group that's representing Auburn. I just really like that Auburn represented half of the men that competed in the 3,000 meter. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, I, I don't know what to think about that. The other, I think there were two <laughs> Florida, either Florida or Florida State runners, was, and like one... Clemson, it's like, and everybody's Auburn. You should, you know, would hope that Florida being the host site would pretty much have everybody there. Well, you don't always, that's not always the case. I know. We hosted a lot of track and field, you know, meets and we didn't have a javelin thrower or we didn't have a pole vaulter. What's funny about this is that you opened this up by saying that there's a smaller amount of Auburn athletes and smaller events at this meet. But we're seeing already a ton of people with their first time competing yes. this season, in outdoor season specifically, right. which is pretty interesting. It's I, kind of awesome. It is. And, you know, what a great weekend to get started out there in some great weather down in Florida. Absolutely. All right. I'll take the relay stuff from Jessica. The men's 4 by 100 The runners for this were in order. Brandon Smiley. Christopher Grant, Giovanni Murray, and Dante Brown bringing up the back end there. They got third out of seven. That's something to celebrate. 39.89 seconds. 30, excuse me, I got that wrong. 38.89 seconds. So it's a little bit slower than they had gotten previously. And I can't remember if this was the exact team or not. It's actually not. So they traded out Giovanni Murray and Dante Brown. They traded their legs. And I want to say the second, I don't think Christopher Grant was in it before. Um, here's my two cents on it and nobody's going to like my opinion on this. So Uh-oh. if, if my soapbox Hot take coming up, as I say, if my soapbox rattles you, just fast forward, whatever we do on podcasts, you know, hit that fast button, move along. <laughs> um, when you make a relay team, this is my thing. You need to set your relay team 
You need to set it with the positions and really not deviate from it from the beginning. So you think there was too much deviation? I think there's too much deviation because the more deviation you have, the less time you have to practice your handoffs and the more opportunity you have to screw it up. Handoffs are literally everything in the four by one. In the coach's defense, do you think that there? this is not a event that we feel very strong in for the men and that's why they're willing to risk that? I also think that it is probably too early in the season for them to have known how well some of these competitors would do, Mm -hmm. which is fair. But I also think there's a lot to be said about sticking with your relay team and riding it out to the end. Because if you don't practice those handoffs over and over, like, you know, if you play basketball and you shoot free throws from that line, Mm -hmm. you know, like a hundred a day or something. Sure. That's about how you need to treat a handoff. Okay, fair point. Because if you mess up that handoff, you're done. Especially when I tell you, Kyle, especially the four by one, if you make even a split second error, you are done. Well, that's a fair point. So now the basketball people have, that are listening to this, have something to kind of connect with on that. Right. It's a good analogy. Look at you with dropping the free throw reference in here. I can give you lots of them. Think of it like a penalty shot in soccer or a corner kick. Or... All right, I don't know. Her. Yeah, I think the, the more you give, the worse it might get. You were on point, though. Spiking the... the ball in volleyball. Nope, nope, that's enough. Okay, that'll do. Next. That'll do. Here, I'll finish out all the running events before you move on into the jumping events. We're for the done men. with the runnings. Well, technically, we call this a run still, ah. another jump boat. The men's 110 meter hurdles, one competitor, John Murray, 15 out of 17 competitors with a time of 15 sec- 15.43 seconds. The men's 400-meter hurdles, uh, Malik Medivir, fourth out of 17, just missed the podium with a time of 50.37 seconds. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Anybody that can do hurdles, you're good in my book. Hey, Auburn family, we're going to take a quick breather from this episode to bring you an important message. One of the most well-known things about Auburn fans is how loyal they are, and we show that loyalty by the colors that we wear. Let us help you stock up on those colors by going over to our tpublic.com store. There you'll find a variety of merchandise geared towards designs based on E2C Network and Auburn content. While TeePublic is known for their t-shirts, they have a wide selection of merchandise options for you to select one of these designs to be put on. They also have other types of apparel, stickers, mugs, and much more. Here's the beauty of it. Your purchase will help support this network and the content that we regularly produce. The purchase will also go to support independent artists who put a lot of hard work into designing these concepts, especially for you, the Auburn family. And did I mention that they regularly have sales? T-shirts for $13? You have to be kidding me. If you're ready to explore your purchase options, head on over to tpublic.com slash store slash E2C Network. You can also get there by going to our website at e2cnetwork.com slash support. Now that you've got some options to suit up for game day, let's head back into this episode. Men's high jump, we had TJ Funches, our one Auburn high jumper. He placed ninth out of nine competitors with a jump of 2.05 meters. Um, so right in the middle about where he's jumped. Mm-hmm. Last week he had a great jump of 2.12, so hoping to see that from him again. Um, and the men's pole vault. One competitor, Matthew Aspland, placing fifth out of eight competitors with a vault of 4.7 meters. And for him, right in the middle. Right in the middle. It's funny that both of these guys in both of these events had a, you know, their first one was their best. Their second one was not so great. And now they've kind of fallen back into the middle of that. Yeah. Finding a sweet spot for them, but they at least have a mark to keep pushing themselves to 
from that second meet. You got it. All right, let's talk about some throwing things, because you know I love to throw things. The men's shot put, Adam Strauff, fifth out of 11th, uh, with a throw of 18.17 meters. That is his best throw of the season. By a lot. That's a lot. Even I knew that was a lot. (laughs) Well, his last one was 17.26 meters. This is very significant. It was very good. And if we knew the metric system, we'd know exactly how far that was. You know, that pesky metric system. The pesky meske. Meske, meske, meske. All right, men's hammer throw before I mess up anything else. Uh, We've got a bunch of Kyles here, which I love to talk about. Kyles and Kylies, they just read the oh, <laughs> Uh, Kyle Brown, 6th out of 15 with a throw of 65.08 meters. Kyle Moisson, 8th out of 15th with a throw of 59.38 meters. And Eric Ebel bringing it up just behind Kyle Moisson, 9th out of 15 with a throw of 58.44 meters. So Kyle Moisson and Eric are very close to each other, obviously by their placements, but also where they're, you know, I guess, ball. Is it a ball at the end of the hammer throw? Yeah. Where that lands, but you can see how far ahead Kyle Brown is from them. Yeah, absolutely. Very good throw for him, and that's actually a little bit lower. It matches what he did last week, mm-hmm. but it's a little bit lower than what he did in his very first meet. Yep. So hopefully maybe he can get back up to that 65.13. Hopefully so. Uh, let's see. I think Jessica can round us out with the okay, rest of the throwing. I'll finish the men. Men's javelin, we had Cade Antonucci placing second out of eight competitors with his best this outdoor season of 73.46 meters. Then Eric Ebel placing sixth with um, a throw of 61.28 meters. And Josh Wallace placing seventh with a throw of 55.09 meters. Quite a bit of a drop off for Josh compared to his first one. Yeah, yeah. Previously, he threw 62.32 meters. So who knows? But on the flip side, a pretty significant increase for Kate Antonucci. Absolutely. So I guess you just never know. Just take it and take what you can and leave what you can, I guess. Moving on to men's discus, we've got Kyle's favorite, Kyle Moson, with a 12th place finish out of 20 competitors and a 46.59 meter toss. Before we move on to the women, a little bit of a tangent here. And I'm probably the one, when I, now that I say this, mispronouncing his name, but I think you just don't want to say the way it's probably said. Yeah, I'm not saying that. Moisson. Nope. Say Moisson with me. Nope. I hate that word. Moisson. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> All right. After that tangent, let's talk about the women events. Women's 100 meter dash. One competitor, Destiny Charles, 12th out of 17 with a run of 11.95 seconds. It's a much better run for her than her first event, which was about two weeks ago. The 200 meter dash, Destiny Charles again leading the way 11 out of 32 competitors. A big event, Mm -hmm. just like with the men. 23.73 23.73 seconds was her time. This was also her best time of the year. Myra Mack uh, was the next event uh, person we had here. 30 out of 32. And then Patricia Moody, 32nd out of 32. Actually, Patrice Moody. Patrice Moody, excuse me. Myra had a time of 25.16 seconds. Can and- we just take a minute? Sure. Myra Mack. Yes. Our thrower. Yes. Is now doing sprints. Well, I remember she's This prob- is amazing. She's probably going to... Be thinking about the Athlon elites. I just, anytime somebody who we know as one thing, you know, like Myra mm-hmm. for doing the throwing, I'd love to see them in other events. Yeah. So I'm excited about this. Well, and obviously, you know, it's her second run for the year and it was a little bit slower than the previous yeah. one. Uh, so she's at least kind of on track because it was wasn't that say, much it's slower. It's not that much slower, you know, less than two tenths, less than two tenths. 
Yeah, two tenths of a so second. So maybe Coach threw her back in here in this meet to see, hey, you know, let's see what you can do. And yeah. If you're pretty consistent, though, I wonder if she'll be competing much long, much more in it. Only time will tell. But Destiny is the clear favorite in the 200-meter dash. Yeah. So moving on to those middle distance events Kyle kind of touched on earlier, we've got Presley Weems in the 800-meter placing second out of 30 competitors with a time of 2 minutes, 4.6 seconds. Then Abby Zane placing 16th in 2 minutes, 14 seconds flat. And Samantha Rogers placing 17th in 2 minutes, 14.3 seconds. Obviously, Presley is the big story here, but look how close Abby and Samantha are together. I mean, obviously 16th and 17th place, but I mean, point. Three difference between them and two. They were right, right behind each other. And 16th and 17th out of 30 competitors. It's not like they were 16th and 17th out of 20. Basically, I mean, it's not the, technically the top half, but it's pretty, but it's close. pretty close. Yeah, I we're can count that. It. Yeah. Okay, the women's 1500 meter. This is that Presley Weems run that got her the top number, the top mark, mark nationally. Yeah. That's what I wanted. And the school record. So, obviously, she got first place with a time of 4 minutes, 14.3 seconds. Then we had Abby Zane placing 10th out of 23 competitors in 4 minutes, 29.7 seconds. Her best this season. And Frances Patrick placing 14th in 4 minutes, 37.8 seconds. And keep in mind for Presley, this was her first time competing in this event for outdoor season. Yeah. So, if she does it again, if she's already this good, we might see a much better mark coming up soon. Absolutely. The 3,000 meter. We got Faith Bet. Uh, 14 competitors here. Faith got fourth out of 14. Again, a lot of competitors just outside the podium. Her time was 9 minutes, 50.3 seconds. Followed up by Fan- Francis Patrick, sixth out of the 14, 9 minutes, 55.0 seconds. Sarah Pacer, 10th out of 14 with a time of 10 uh, minutes, 16.6 seconds. Also in the women's 100-meter hurdles, running and jumping, as Jessica loves so much. Natasha Jordan, a very familiar name for us in this event, 17th out of 27. Her time was 13.98 seconds. Her best this season. It's a very big improvement for her. Yeah. So moving on to the women's 400-meter hurdles, we had Tyler Colbert with an 11th place finish out of 21 athletes, 61.11 second finish. And Nia Benton Andrews placing 13th in 62.18 seconds. So, a little fun fact when I was making these notes, I accidentally put that as the 400 meter dash. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> you missed that up a little well, bit. Well, I thought, wait, something's wrong. These girls normally run a little bit faster. I was like, hurdles. And then I'm like, holy crap, that's a great time for hurdles. <laughs> yeah, so there we are. Um, now we have the women's four by 100 meter relay, you know, relay event, only one relay for both teams, but it is fine. But it's still called the Florida relays. Let it go. Be Elsa and let it go. (laughs) Tyler Colbert, Nia Benton Andrews, Myra Mack, and Destiny Charles placing seventh out of eight competitors or teams with a time of 45.53 seconds, which is actually 0.4 seconds faster than their last time. Pretty big improvement. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm counting it as a win. Do you consider that a big improvement in that time for them? Consider it an improvement. An improvement. Okay, obviously it's not. But it's at least it's an improvement. It is. Um, do you remember if this is the same group that ran previously? It is not. But three of the four are exactly the same. So I basically, just can't remember which one is different. So I want to say it's variation. Myra Mack. That's different. But I can't remember who it used to be. So I you, apologize. You probably at least saw less variation than you saw with the men. 
the men, they just changed up the order so much. That's what. But even that matters so much. Yes, that was my soapbox. (laughs) I'm bringing you the soapbox back to stand on. Yeah, just quit. But obviously they have found a group maybe that probably is best fitted for this, especially with the improvement they saw there. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the jumping events, women's high jump. We already talked about it. Kamaya Dindi getting that gold out of 13 competitors. She won the whole event 1.8 meter jump for her, followed very closely by Caroline Lawrence. Second place overall, got the silver out of 13, 1.75 meters. That's her first event of the year, too. Also for her first event, Natasha Jordan, 11th out of 13, 1.70 meter was her, was her jump. So even at 11th, she wasn't too far behind Caroline Lawrence. Not second. at uh, In the pole vault, uh, Lexi Leonweber. Leonweber, I think that's I'm, how. I, I'm dead that you got Leonweber, but you couldn't get vault. You know, you could just like let that. I was looking at Leonweber and getting intimidated. Bless your heart. <laughs> you are struggling tonight. Lexi Leonweber pole vault. Um, fifth out of nine competitors, 3.75 meters was her jump. So it's a little bit less than what she did previously at the meet back in Auburn two weeks ago. So moving on to the throwing events, Kyle's favorite. So I kind of feel bad, but we had the women's shot put with Jocelyn Budwig placing 12th out of 21 competitors with a throw of 14.74 meters. Then we've got Mara Hewalt's 16th place finish in 14.54 meters. Neither of those ladies did their best not horrible but just not their top mark and then tori mckinley placing 18th and 14.13 meters now tori's was kind of right in the middle of where she's been throwing Mm -hmm. but um jocelyn and mara i look forward to seeing them do a little bit better yeah we talked a little bit about this uh in the last episode where we were kind of shocked how far back tori fell in the second meet yeah that performance and so obviously she's bounced back a little bit which is a good sign Uh, but we've seen obviously this season that she's capable of much better so we'll keep watching how that progresses so women's discus we had jocelyn budwig placing 12th out of 18 competitors if with a throw of 48.70 meters right in the middle of where she's been throwing this season um mar hewalt her first time competing in outdoor discus 13th place finish, 47.83 meters. And then Tori McKinley with a, an 18th place finish and her best throw for the discus this season, 41.50 meters. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. We've kind of seen a lot of people fall like right in the middle of where they are and some yeah. just like barely improve as well. The hammer throw, I'm going to round out the throwing events and all the events for the women. Maddie Malone leading the way with that first place finish out of 13 competitors. With her throw of 65.81 meters, a big improvement from her last performance back in Auburn two weeks ago. Jocelyn Bugwig, ninth out of 13, 55.31 meters was her throw. And that's another improvement for them. The ladies are clearly very strong in the hammer throw and a lot of the throwing events. Speaking of, my girl Kylie Carter, first place out of 11 in the javelin, 57.38 meters, just blowing away her previous marks on the season so far ashley carter was third out of 11th her throw was 52.74 meters also improvements for her and then shania holly the first time we've seen her in the javelin throw seventh out of 11 45.56 meter throw for her so that's a nice strong way to end out this meet absolutely so that's it for this week so auburn actually splits up and goes to two meets this coming weekend which is always super fun to make notes for So they will compete in the Tennessee Relays, April 8th through the 10th, and then some others will go to the Joe Walker Invitational, 
April 9th through 10th. And I looked up where that is. It's in Ole Miss in Oxford, Mississippi. There you go. So My literally, cousin's old stomping grounds. Uh, they, it, well, I was going to say this. Opposite ends almost of Tennessee. I know technically it's in Mississippi. But right. O- Oxford is, is so close. It is so high. Ten- yeah. So literally it's like they leave Auburn, go straight up 65, and then kind of split off and go east and west. There together. you go. Well, that is it for this episode of Tiger Tracks. We thank you all for joining us. Hope to talk to you soon. War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?